All right, welcome everybody to the Force Carry Podcast. As always, I'm Jace Cobb, and with me is Fats from the Internet and Steve Cook. Uh, we had quite a uh, evening of technical difficulties trying to get things ironed out. We uh, updated our software on Skype, wiped out our recording. Fats, uh, all, all the shady doings that he does online have finally come up to uh, come to task on him as he had to just shut down everything and start over. But we're here. Gonna give us a quick little uh, podcast before Christmas. Um, Fats, what are you up to? Uh, but just trying to survive right now. The um, I, I I have no idea what's going on. I, I'm here for now, and I think I will make it the entire time, and that's all that matters. Um, the weather here has been ridiculous. It's I think it rained. It had to rain thirty something straight hours. My dog did oh. not go outside from uh, like 4 p.m. Saturday afternoon until 10 o'clock last night. I, I have no idea how we survived. I have no idea how I survived. Maybe that is why my computer just went ape shit tonight. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. Um, Merry Christmas, most wonderful time of the year. Steve, we got to. Do you, know what most, do you know what most people do when they're listening to a podcast? Like, what, Do you know what most people's thought is when they're listening to a podcast and the podcaster's talk about technical difficulties they've had while recording the podcast? Like, what would you think? Who gives a shit? Exactly. Um, we've all got problems. It's Christmas. Um, I hope that you all have a plan for Christmas and that your kids or loved ones or whoever they you have to support this Christmas have a merry Christmas plan in front of them. I just want it to be over. I just want Christmas morning to happen. Um, I have a different scenario than most people. I have gotten so frustrated with Christmas over the years. I just tell, I ask my wife how much she needs for Christmas presents for everybody, and we agree. Usually, we bargain a little bit. You know, it's kind of like a the, you know a governmental agency. They're like, hey, how much you need for the space program? And they're like ten trillion dollars. Like, how, how about a hundred? You know, and we go from there. Um, I'll be as surprised as my kids are on Christmas. I have no idea what they have. Um, but I just want it to be over. I want to make chili and sit around all day long and my job like I do every Christmas. I'm really looking forward to it. I, I was about to say that uh, somewhere along the way, my dad got to the point. He loves to make that joke. He makes the same joke every single Christmas when someone is opening a gift and he says, what did we get you? What did we get you? And just dies laughing. And I think that's the happiest <laughs> part of his entire Christmas. Is Dude, to I'm there, man. Your dad's an old man. I'm an old man. I, I, I love it. It's great. Also, he, he's the kind of guy that says uh, when he cleans his plate and the waitress asks how he likes, just, you know. I hated it or some kind of thing and laughs like that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Leans back. No, 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 no. As ability. a guy, as a guy in the in the restaurant business, the, there's a couple ones that I like. The 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 worst, like you should be able to be punched in the face is, uh, all right, uh, you guys all done? All right, cool. Uh, I guess I'll uh, get you the check. Oh, you can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Jump out a window, you know. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack us. We get. Off shit to talk. Uh oh, more technical difficulties. What's on your line? Steve, uh, well, are you a. Uh, Did I slam my mic down so hard that I turned it off? Is that what happened? Something happened. Are you a guy that gives a Christmas present to your wife or not? Or are you more just an anniversary guy? I'm torn on, torn on All that. All right. So, so my wife and I are very, uh, you know, 
she she really is very um she doesn't like getting gifts she's like you know if i gave her a, a million dollars she'd spend it on all of our kids and their relatives you know, she doesn't keep anything for herself but i always feel bad because she's like don't give me anything don't give me anything i'm like well you have to unwrap and then every every year i open five presents and it's like okay yeah they're socks or an empty wine bottle but still she wrapped up something for me you know right. and uh so I usually get a present for each kid. Like the one kid will get a candle for her, and one, I mean, I, one kid will get a workout clothes because she knows she likes that and all that. But uh, no, I do not get my wife. Pre- we don't get each other presents. But we also like extravagantly travel this time of year, so she's all right. Yeah, that's how I, we. She'd rather just go on a trip, so that's usually what we end up doing for. Uh, Christmas, I'm going to take her, I got her, uh, we're going to go to skiing in Canada in February. So that's kind of a, Band? My, we're going to go to Whistler. Ooh, Whistler. So that'll nice. be our little, uh, big trip for the, for the winter time. So that'll be fun. And then I hate that our listeners can't see fats because he looks like he could be a ski instructor in, in Whistler. <laughs> he looks like a ski instructor in Whistler. Yes. I I would be hitting the slopes. <laughs> You would not be trying to figure out how to download the newest version of Skype tonight. No, I would not. I would not be. I would not have a care in the world if I was in Whistler right now. Okay. Well, he he just have one ski. That's all he would have. One ski, and he'd hang out at like the Ritz Carlton lobby, and just like, yeah, you know, I'm a ski instructor, and uh, you know, and ha- you know, bang all the girls that uh, you know are there with their parents. I guess sounds like a good life. <laughs> um. Well, as you know, there's not much golf stuff to talk about. Everybody's done all their year-end reviews and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But we figured while we were combing uh, our minds for ideas for this week, we came across one thing, to you know, semi-golf-related thing to talk about. One of, just about the only one. Uh, we decided to give some of our favorite golfers a uh, Christmas gift um, this year. And I think this could be a kind of a fun segment. I don't know how it's going to work, but I guess we could just kind of maybe go, we think, one at a time and give what it is, give a little description, yeah. get some thoughts it's, to everybody. It's, it's, it's round it'll robin. Go, yeah, it'll yeah. go off the rails soon enough. Okay. Um, it's barely on the rails. I'm going to start off with uh, Jordan Spieth, as you can imagine. And in his stocking uh, this year, I'm getting him Golf is a Game of Confidence by Dr. Bob Rotella. A oh, wow. preeminent nice. sports psychologist. Um, Fantastic book. It's a great book for anybody that plays golf. I think everybody that's achieved some level of success playing golf has read that book or has used their philosophies without even knowing it. Um, Spieth needs to see him often, and I think the good way to get that relationship started would be a book uh, for Christmas. So that's my gift to Jordan Spieth. Yeah, I mean that that's fantastic. Um, I know you are a big Jordan Spieth proponent, Texas native and all that. And man, I've listened to some of the other, you know, golf podcasts on the, uh, on the internet talking about year in review. And it really is crazy how Jordan Spieth just every time they, they recap a major, it's like, Oh yeah, Jordan Spieth shot an 83 in the middle of it. Um, all right. So I've got to get a golfer. I'm going to give him a present. All right, let's see here. I'm going to start with some low hanging fruit here. And I'm going to give Tiger Woods, I'm going to give Tiger Woods an iPhone because Tiger Woods has a droid. I know he does. He's a dork. 
if you had an iPhone, Tiger, upgrade to an iPhone and kind of understand that you cannot post, you know, some of the stuff that you post. Steve is Steve is losing them. So uh, something about an iPhone, I kind of know where that was going. Are if, you losing me for real? Yeah, I didn't get any of that, but I know where you're going. I think our listeners know where you're going with the uh, iPhone, and the extra megapixels um, on the camera. <laughs> the fats, do you have any? Uh, I any? think I, I I think our host has. Uh, I'm pretty sure he just for the first time in the history of the podcast censored me. And uh, listen, <laughs> I, I cannot affect your internet connection over here. If we can't talk about Tiger's horsecock, we can't have a podcast. Fast, <laughs> okay. what you got for Christmas? Uh, well, since Steve's audio is kind of on the fritz, there it reminded me because I've got a list, but it it kind of leads into one that I want to give out that is voice related, and what I want to give is. I want to give Bryson DeChambeau Francesco Molinari's voice. I don't know if any of you have paid attention to it. That's a good gift. Francesco Molinari sounds like Andre the Giant. <laughs> yes. And I want Bryson, if he's going to get as big as possible, he needs Andre the Giant's voice. I want 280-pound Bryson speaking like Andre the Giant in his own course interviews. If People, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go Google uh, or go to YouTube, pull up a Francesco Molinari interview. There are a couple from the Masters this past year, a pre-tournament interview, and then after, um, maybe after a second round were the first couple of hits on YouTube. And just listen to a few minutes of Francesco Molinari and then imagine 280-pound Bryson with that voice. And uh, I think that's a gift for the entire world. That, that's a gift that we will all share. So that's the first one I'm giving. I'm giving Francesco Molinari's voice to Bryson. That's a great, that's, I don't know how you wrap it or box it or whatever, but great. I'll get all right. Great. I'll, I'll stick with the Bryson theme here. Also, if you're going to go that route, I'm going to get Bryson a tracksuit um, with his <laughs> extra mass that he's put on and um, his hat that he wears. He could always, you know, Moonlight as an extra in the new Sopranos movie if they ever come out one as like Polly's kid or something like that. He kind of has that mob boss thing going. Uh, so I'm going to give Bra- uh, Bryson a tracksuit uh, to work out in. Um, no undershirt, just maybe maybe a wife beater, but just tracksuit matching and uh, shorts to go with his hat. If we're all doing Bryson, I'll go ahead and throw my Bryson in there. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give Bryson a protractor, but with a 90-degree protractor, okay? And that sounds pretty deep uh, for some people out there, but what it is is it's, what is this called, Uh, a right angle, 90 degrees? Let's give him a protractor, and let's let him figure out his putting from there, maybe replace his green book from it. None of that makes any sense. But none of Bryson's stuff makes any sense either. Keep going. That's what you get. Um, do you have a gift for Phil in mind? 
do either of you have a gift for Phil in mind? Because I've got one for Phil, but it's just very small. I don't have so a good I one, figured, but I've got I, one. The, the main thing that I want to give Phil is just some jump soles so he can work <laughs> on the calves. He can get those things popping and uh, may put on a little weight over the holidays just to be sure he keeps them nice and tight. I'm going to give Phil some jump soles. Um, this what, is what, what, are, what are jump soles? Yeah. So those are the things that you put that you would wear on the bottom of your shoes. No heel. That, yeah, like the plastic yeah. things on your yeah. Yes. So they just they force your your calves and force your lower legs yeah. to work out. That they're, they're supposed to increase your vertical leap by like I think not, like two and, not and a half. It's pyrotechnics. Feet. It's what is the? It's not pyrotechnics. It's uh plyometrics. Plyometrics. <laughs> yes. Pyrotechnics. Pyrotechnics is what comes. That's out what of his Bryson drink. thinks that you do to I mean, jump higher. I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to sidetrack this podcast. But I'll tell you this right now: the plyometrics came out when I was playing a high school basketball around 1994, 1996. They were $180 for the shoes that had the platforms built on the bottom of it. I bought them. Actually, I probably asked for them for Christmas or whatever. But there were a couple people in our neighborhood that bought the version that you just strapped onto your regular shoes. We called those people poor, and their vertical leak did not improve. You were so, dunking on all of them? No, no, no. I dunked one time on a nine-and-a-half-foot rim. But regardless, all, all I'm saying is plyometric shoes, it's either one piece. Don't strap that shit onto your other shoes. Jay, sorry. I sidetracked you there. That's okay. Uh, this is the point of the uh, part of the thread where I go into some of my favorite 90s golf infomercials, maybe early 2000s, and I guess – Phil, I'm going to get him the classy swing magic, uh, popularized in probably 1999, 2000. Um, it was a club with a split grip, and as you took it back, um, <laughs> your right hand separated from your left hand, or in Phil's case, it'd be opposite, and then it would snap down right at the point of impact to help you with your release and getting your club and, you know, grooved right. And with his ball striking woes this year and the bombs that he hits, I think an old classy swing magic would be in order from Phil. That's I think it's K A double L A double S Y. We're we're talking about the full size looking club that looks like a regular driver or three wood, but it has like forty five hinges on it. No, I think that's the Medicus swing trainer okay, that well, you're thinking. Swing, of. I googled swing magic. That's what popped up. I'm sorry. I think that's the Medicus. But yeah, Classy was kind of an under under the radar infomercial. Oh my dear lord, Classy spelled K A L L A S S Y. They still sell this piece of shit. Sorry. <laughs> hey. Uh, anyways, that's a good one for Phil. Anybody that wants to look that up, please do. I'm sure there is something uh, great attached to that infomercial wise. So that's my gift for Phil. Can he swing it in jump soles? Uh, most definitely. Probably a two for one deal there. Steve, what do you got? You got any more, or are you just going to listen to being fat? I'm just down the rabbit hole now on this, this bullshit. Because I, uh, I got some way better ones than that coming get, up. Infomercial get, go, wise. Go, go ahead, another one. I mean, fast, if you want to jump in, I'm, I'm, I want to listen to more of this. Okay, go So ahead. my next one is a simple one. I'm just giving Paul Casey a can of tennis balls. I, I, I don't <laughs> want him to use like the vice grip strength trainers. Just give him my old fashioned can of tennis balls. He's going to squeeze those, get the forearms looking nice. Um, may need to give him a couple of tens because he's probably going to pop them. Um, that was always like apocryphal story. If you could 
bust a tennis ball, then you knew that someone was a strong guy. So I'm giving Paul Casey some tennis balls to squeeze. Yeah, that's it. That that is a good one. Yours are you're going deep with yours, uh, Fats, and I'm I'm not surprised, and I like it. I'm gonna go Cameron Champ. Okay, he was the um, I think dead last in strokes gained around the green this year on tour. So what I'm going to do for him is I'm going to take out his three wood. He doesn't need it. Hits it so far. He doesn't need anything over a six iron. I'm going to take those out of his bag. I'm going to replace some clubs. I'm going to add a square strike into his bag. <laughs> um, I think some of y'all have seen that. It's kind of like a chipping, like a chip putter type deal. Um, that's going to replace his three wood. It's going to sit up there in his bag next to his putter. And then I'm going to trade out all of his wedges for the Spin Doctor R.I. Reverse Groove Wedges, circa probably 1999. This is a favorite infomercial of mine, uh, Steve. These wedges had removable faces, titanium, bronze, you know, whatever material you want, and the, and the grooves were upside down. It, highly illegal. Um, you can just switch out grooves depending on what you want to, and the infomercial was just guys ripping wedges like a hundred feet of backspin from like 30 yards out. And it was just nonstop people just sucking stuff back, you know, a hundred feet. So I'm going to give Cam and Champ the spin doctor RI wedges. And I beg anyone to watch that infomercial. Cause it's one of the great all time golf. Oh, infomercials. Oh, I, I just, I just started the infomercial. <laughs> it's one of the best ever. Those can I tell you what, it, can I tell you what is rated? What? G for great golf. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. So yeah, that's my gift. That's a great infomercial. None, none of these spin doctors have a medical degree. (laughs) I think they they had like a titanium reverse reverse groove insert technology. You just pop out a groove, you know, put a new face on it, and you got a brand new wedge. Yeah, yeah. These spin doctors are, are, they're they're like back alley abortionists. (laughs) Uh, If we had to do an equivalent here. I will say that there was some wedges that TaylorMade made uh, before they eliminated that and passed that rule three or four years ago. They had the removable face that you could screw in. There you I go. I suckered up buying four of those for my 60-degree wedge. Of course, then I found out TaylorMades were only for losers, and I threw them in the garbage and bought a bunch of custom Vokies because <laughs> I'm very, very impressionable. Um, but it doesn't matter. I have a disposable income. Um, people that buy spin doctors probably not a lot of disposable income same as uh back la abortions i'm not sure if there's a parallel there or not i think off the rails seems to be something that doesn't even really apply to this podcast anymore fats what do you got it is it the same spin doctors that did two princes possibly (laughs) because they they disappeared after that so they may have went on to another another swindle I'll tell you this. Uh, sometimes we 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 have a mystery thing here. We're all we're doing Skype here. To peek behind the curtain here. We're doing a little Skype action here. We can see each other, so we can kind of you know what's going on. Um, sometimes when we get up, it's our wives coming in or a dog shit on the floor. Um, I'm gonna get up to open another bottle of wine. Um, so don't be shocked when I get up. Fats, I'm listening to everything you're saying. I cannot wait to hear what your new your, your Christmas gift is. So the next one, I, um, I try to be environmentally conscious, environmentally friendly. Uh, sometimes I think it can go a little too far, but I have a couple of friends who have been super concerned about all of the turtles, all of the wildlife that 
are being killed because of just the rampant use of plastic straws. And I, I just have a feeling that DJ uses a lot of straws. So I'm going to give DJ some metal straws. So he does not have to uh, worry about if he goes to California, he goes to some of these other places in the country where they're really cracking down on straws. Uh, you can get a, a nice eight pack on Amazon for, I don't know, seven or eight dollars. They give him a 16 pack. It, he could have eight. Paulina could have eight. Or if he wants to give Austin eight, he could have one for every day of the week. Uh, but I, I'm worried about DJ's straw consumption, his carbon footprint killing the turtles and i'm going to give dj some metal straws steve's the dj aficionado uh, you got the metal straws for dj look i, I if you're in columbia not, not columbia south carolina i mean c-o-l-o-m-b-i-a columbia south america you could have a relatively good idea that you're getting Cocaine that's high quality. Okay, let's just not bat around the bush here. Um, I'm afraid that all of the things that DJ's product of choice may be mixed with might interact with the metal in that tube and cause some serious brain damage. And the last thing that DJ needs is brain damage. So um, I'm going to say that's a dangerous um, gift. Um, I think disposable straws is probably the best way to go on this. I, I, again, um, I, I, I welcome any uh, drug experts online to uh, to weigh in, shoot us a tweet, let us know. I mean, I, I'm not a heavy drug user, you know. Um, I don't know. Sorry. I, does any of that make sense? That's, I mean. Oh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Uh, I got, I got, an, I got two more. How many more do you have, Fats? Um, uh, two are quick, and then uh, I'm saving Web for last. Okay, we'll run the two quick ones, and you can close with the uh, Web. <clears throat> I'm getting uh, Colin Morikawa. I think he's close to making the next step, um, being a great player. I think he needs a little more distance. So this year, I'm buying him from my all-time favorite golf infomercial, the Hammer driver from uh legendary jack ham um great infomercial supposed long drive champion no one's ever heard of him he's hitting drives on runways uh just screaming as loud as he possibly can every time he hits it you got a smart shaft that just knows how fast you swing and it flexes accordingly so there you know that's some that's some high technology for the late 90s i actually have a jack ham twitter account that i made about 10 years ago to troll people with um, so I've been on the jackhammer game for a long time. I actually had my golf spy reach out to me for an interview one time and tried to get it going, but they, uh, they backed out when they realized I was not really Jack Ham. And then I got a cease and desist from the actual Jack Ham <laughs> because I was ruining their name on Twitter and they didn't like that. So anyways, I haven't been tweeting under that handle for a while, but, uh, there's some good gems on that from back in the day. If you, uh, it, it is, was your hammer, uh, your hammer X driver, was that? Lower or higher than 4.5 degrees? <laughs> uh, smart degree, too. I think it probably just, uh, you know, adjusts itself based to the player. But that's my gift to Colin Morikawa. Anybody that wants to go watch a good infomercial, check out any of the Hammers, the original or the Hammer X driver. Uh, the Hammer had a mullet, if I'm not 
mistaken. Gold chain, just nasty, nasty human. I mean, it was like it was like the hammer and Lex Luger, mm-hmm. very very similar look, if I recall oh, correctly. And the people that they'd interview about, oh, I saw Jackie to drive four hundred. You know, they're just talking about. It's, they're great. Any, I, anybody that has nothing to do tonight, go watch uh, the old Hammer infomercials. There, you can find I, them anywhere. By the or, way, or I, if you do have something to do, stop. Stop and do it. Your your kids' Christmas presents together and go watch that instead. Yeah. Or if you're driving, like you know, hey, maybe you're driving on Christmas Day and you're listening to this podcast to pass some time, and you're like, hey, I wonder what the hell they're talking about. Just 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 Google it. YouTube will pop up. You can watch it while you're driving. I mean, it's dangerous, but it's not that dangerous, you know. Just yeah. deal with it. So, like you know, some of this hammer stuff really really reminds me that. This sort of whole wrestling parallel we have on the podcast that people have loved so much, like, I really think that we need to give some some wrestling-style gifts out. I mean, do you mind if I interrupt here and just throw that out there? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Pat, Pat Reed, he needs the hardcore championship belt, okay? Because that, he doesn't obey the rules. He doesn't give a shit about your rules. And his wife's ugly, just like the valets. So, I think I'm gonna give Pat Reed the hard, the WWE Hardcore belt. That doesn't probably exist anymore, but is that, I, wait, is it too would, far off the subject. No, I would have given Bryson the Intercontinental title because that's kind of that oddball title that nobody really cared about. Didn't make sense. Uh, but Bryson's the kind of guy that would value the Intercontinental uh, Championship belt. Uh, Let's keep it on the wrestling theme. That's probably what I got him. I can't think of any more wrestling gifts, though. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Si- I'm just. I'm doing my best to just sidetrack this podcast at every possible uh, <laughs> angle. So, y'all, who's next? That's well. Right. The I mean, close enough to wrestling. I'm just giving Harry Higgs some scratch offs. Uh, if you don't know who Harry Higgs is, go Google the guy. He's one of my favorite. He's first year on tour. He he looks like just a fine guy. Harry Higgs is going to appreciate some scratch offs. Scratch offs, I'm sure of it. Um, he looks like uh, like a young Pat Perez and John Daly had a kid. Maybe I uh, don't know how good he's going to be, how long he's going to be on tour. Maybe he could use a chance for an extra couple of ten or twenty bucks. So I'm giving Harry Higgs some scratch offs. Uh, Steve, I see you laughing. I don't know if you want to jump in on that or not. I love it. I love it. I, all I was going to say is I, I, I've been Googling this hammer guy, you know, hammer driver, <laughs> hammer mullet. Don't Google hammer driver and expect to come up with anything golf related. Don't okay? Google hammer Tiger Woods. <laughs> no, no, please, please don't. Then the other quick one, um, I'm giving Matt Kuchar a gift card. But I'm giving him like a $100 gift card to Target, but it's going to be empty. It's not going to actually be activated. I'm just going to give it to Matt Kuchar because I want his goofy ass to go in there and then get up to the counter and have to actually spend some of his own money when uh, he is surprised to find out that the gift card is not actually filled. I'm so glad you brought this up. Um. I don't mean to interject in the middle of this segment, which is so expertly produced, but just want to give an FYI for all of our listeners out there. It's something that I think is very important to know. 
um, all of the gift cards at Target, Walmart, et cetera, any of these large retailers, you can take them. They're not loaded. Um, you can walk out the door with them. You can tell the folks at the front door if they ask you, hey, I'm just going to call this number on the back and load this card up. Like it's a loadable card. I mean, that's a reasonable thing to do. What I like to do is take a handful, write 100. You want to get crazy, write 500 on the back. Um, don't load them um, and hand them out. <laughs> Maybe some people in your neighborhood you don't like. Maybe it's homeless people you want to pull a trick on. Maybe it's pod fellow podcast hopes, hosts that did not give you a gift this year. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. This is what's going to happen, right? You're going to give them this gift. They're going to go, holy cow, Fats gave me a $100 gift certificate to Target. I'm so happy about it. I'm going to go buy things at Target that I like. Then you get there, get up to the front. Huh. I'll be paying with this gift card. The person at the front that makes $8 an hour says, I'm sorry, sir, this doesn't work. And you think, oh, shit, did I already buy stuff with this? Did I lose it? Did I don't know. Either way, you're not going to blame the gift giver. Regardless, now you've given hundreds and thousands of dollars of gifts out. These people now have to pay for it either with their own money or if they're homeless, it's even funnier that they have to go put this stuff back or shoplift it. Maybe they'll run out. Hopefully nobody will be shot as they run out the door. Um, it's a, I don't know. It gets really complicated. The whole idea is to hand out unloaded gift certificates for Christmas. It's the kind of gift that doesn't stop on Christmas. It keeps going. Well, really what you're giving as well, it, it's not so much that you're giving nothing. If if nothing else, you're giving the gift of imagination. Like yes. You get to imagine how you're going to spend this $100, this $500. I, I don't play the lottery because I'm not an idiot. But once it gets up to like $600 million, I'll go buy a ticket because – $2 is worth the hour or two you spend dreaming about what you would do if you won $600 million. Similarly, I think if you give someone a gift card that has $100 or $500 written on it, like they get, they get a few minutes of enjoyment of imagining how they would spend that money. If nothing else, it's, it's just a good thought exercise. And if they're so stupid they don't call and guarantee and you know make sure there's money on the card, then they get to take that exercise to the next step. And that is physically putting their hands on the things that they want, walking them to the front, having a cashier ring them up, then asked for payment. They do not have payment for those items. Well, now you know <laughs> you better get a job, asshole. That, that... That is a good one. Timeless, timeless Merry Christmas story. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I've, got, I've got one more um, uh, gift. I was going to go with a stand-up putter for Griot. Uh, that's an old 90s putter that you stand up and it stays. It's weighted in a way that you can just get behind it and see where it's aimed. But I decided not to, and I'm going to bring a little more heat uh, for this last present, something that I like a little bit better. I'm going to buy um, Tommy two gloves, two different kinds of gloves. Um <laughs> The problem with leather golf gloves is they leave a fingerprint that's unique, almost as unique as a fingerprint itself. So golf gloves, no good for Tommy Two Gloves. You don't want natural, rubber, or latex gloves either because those leave impressions on the inside of their gloves. So what I'm doing is I'm buying Tommy Two Gloves, two wool 
gloves, um, merino wool gloves. They're the hardest to trace. <clears throat> They're breathable. <clears throat> they don't have a unique fingerprint unique to the glove, and they do not leave fingerprints inside the glove. So if Tommy Two Gloves is engaging in alleged activities off the golf course where his DNA could come under question, I think he'd be better suited going with wool over the two, like Cabretta leather gloves, natural rubber, or um, latex gloves. So that's my gift to Tommy Two Gloves, just trying to keep his, uh, his nose clean there. Look, you can sit here. And and degrade Tommy Two Gloves for his. I'm not degrading Tommy Two Gloves. Okay, well, it's obvious from your insinuation that you know. Look, let's just 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 Keep don't beat around the bush. Tommy Two Gloves uh, was involved in a prostitution, you know, sting in Florida. And I'll tell you this: um, he showed up for his Thursday tea time. Okay, okay. It's a he legend. Jason Day it. If Jason Day got arrested for soliciting prostitution he'd be jerking off for three to four days he wouldn't show up for his thursday tea time if if uh if bubba watson was arrested for soliciting prostitution he'd be crying for three or four days tommy ganey showed up at the golf course sticky hands and all and was willing to play in that golf tournament i'm pretty sure he was told to go home but regardless Let's just Tommy Ganey is the working man. He's from Lugolf, South Carolina. But it's near and dear to my heart. And I will not have you besmirch besmirch whatever it is, the name of this guy who's just trying to, you know, he's not flying private like Jason Day and, you know, blowing up balloons and shit. Like, you know, this guy's sometimes you gotta get it off between tournaments, man. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I just just I'm, 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 I'm not, not a prostitute guy. I'm not a prostitute guy, but you know, it's it. That's like that. This is to me as egregious as the Robert Garrigus weed smoking suspension. Pass. It's I should have got something for Robert Garrigus. Um, the last one. I we're going 180 degrees from Tommy Ganey. We're gonna go to Webb Simpson, the greatest man on tour. I'm giving Webb Simpson. A live, laugh, love sign. This could be something really nice, like wooden. I'm thinking like hand-carved, hand-painted. Could you um, reclaim that from like maybe pallets? I'm I'm picturing buying it on the side of the road outside Gatlinburg, maybe after like a nice cabin weekend. Just um, nice, maybe an old nice peach box. Yeah, I mean, but uh, not just like a small. So I'm, I'm thinking it's like three separate pieces of wood, like with rope connecting the three. Um, like maybe I don't know each piece about maybe a foot by maybe twelve by six. Um, but it, he's got to hang it in the kitchen. He's gonna appreciate it. Dowd's gonna love it. Uh, I'm sure they have a room that they can m- multiple rooms that they could put that in and. That's my gift to Webb Simpson is just a, a live, laugh, love sign for um, seventh best golfer in the world. It's a great gift. Good gift for Webb. That's it. I got no more Christmas presents to give to anybody. Steve, you got any more Christmas gifts? Or are you just yeah, watching 90s infomercials? You down the rabbit hole. I, I'm pretty far down the rabbit hole, but I will give you one gift I would like to give. 
I'd like to give Brooks Kepka. I'd like to give him Brazilian butt lift. No, I want to give him his <laughs> a own, mirror. <laughs> I want to give him access to his own Instagram account. I want to give Brooks Kepka access to his Instagram DMs because I know that he does not have access to that right now. Jenna has access. She's running his Instagram. They have beautiful pictures. But if Brooks realized that there were 7,000 other girls just as hot as Jenna, they were all willing to pose naked with him, I feel like he could drop this whole bullshit of having her like you know run his life and basically run his tournaments. Brooks, please, start banging random girls. Don't bang one random girl. That's my only advice to you. And that's something that, uh, you know, I have no experience on. I'm not a millionaire, decent-looking professional golfer. But come on, man. Chase Chase is getting more action than you right now. Am I right? I, I mean, I wanted to give Brooks a present. I couldn't think of one. That's a good present for Brooks. Control of his yeah. DMs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can take yeah. the boy out of Tallahassee. I'm looking at this stand-up putter. Are you going to get you one? <laughs> this is bullshit. It's a putter that just stands up, and you line your putt up behind it. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Yeah, well, I don't know if it is or not. Uh, it was a thing in the 90s. They were all about illegal golf. There's like the bumblebee driver that was illegal. had like a 60-inch shaft on it. No 60-inch shaft. <laughs> <laughs> if it was legal... Dylan Fratelli would have one in his bag. That's true. None of none of these clubs matter when you can just take a drop whenever the hell you want to, and you know, doesn't matter. Yeah, I I got no other golf talk uh, to talk about this week. We just want to get a little podcast out, um, just to give some people. Yeah, some uh, I'm going to take drive. over the podcast real quick. Okay, what you got? Okay. I've listened oh. to all your bullshit for the last few weeks about your basketball teams and how great they are. Well. Frank Gout Martin just took down Virginia at home. Okay. Trash program. It's 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 the worst thing that's happened in Charlottesville in at least three years. <laughs> and I gotta be honest with you, it's probably something that needed to happen in Charlottesville. Seems like an evil town. There's it's like a black hole of like, you know, stuff that just, you know, just crazy, just people just coming there, just making things bad happen. Frank Martin went up there with their Virginia sucks. The ACC sucks. We're all on the same page here. Um, I'm pretty sure that Frank Martin's going to win the national championship this year. That's all I really got. I'm sorry to defer the podcast. No, I, I could not be happier that it was Frank Martin who took down Virginia. They couldn't double dribble their way out of this one. Uh, You can only get by with uh, just blatant officiating help. Um, These raging anti-Semites at the NCAA that (laughs) that hate Bruce Pearl. Um, Every single time we step on the court, it's five on eight at least, maybe five on ten if you want to count like the guy sitting at the – press table uh running the clock anything else just i i am so happy that 
Mr. Gout finally um, received a little bit of revenge against Virginia. It doesn't make up for a stolen national title. It should have been the greatest basketball game in the history of basketball, national championship game, Auburn and Texas Tech. It's what the entire country wanted. It was a collision course from the day the brackets were set out. It was clear as day that that was what was going to happen. When did this happen? I don't even remember. Uh, In the Final Four, uh, Virginia was just gifted a national title. months ago. Yeah. Twice in a row. So... If the Gallup master isn't in the final four, I don't watch. So, you know, uh, it, se- it seems like you guys have a pretty big grudge against Virginia. I'm, I'm no, so, I mean, it's, it's not a I, grudge. It's, it's just what happened. We're just we're saying facts. Yeah, I, I'm really glad that uh, that Frank Martin was able to take his swollen, you know, foot and it just pound it over the head of the uh, the establishment, basically. <laughs> Nothing like a, a clubbed foot to the establishment. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Tech Tech one played good. Took my kid to watch the game. Had a good time. Uh, they played Southern Miss or somebody. I don't. Anyways, tune up. Conference starts in a few weeks. We'll have plenty to talk about. We might just start turning this into a college basketball podcast um, before too long. But I've got nothing else to say. Anybody got anything else golf wise or? Anything before we head out for Christmas? No, m- Merry Christmas to all the listeners from the world's foremost golf Illuminati college basketball professional wrestling, 80s professional wrestling podcast. And if you hear any, you know, Illuminati talk or wrestling talk or just stuff out there in the Twitterverse I've been seeing popping up, um, just check dates, run run the tape back, and you can see who the originators of those of that content is uh, on the force carry. Steve? Look, it's it's fairly obvious that we all know where this train's headed, okay? And that is a 2021 date of when Tiger Woods runs for president with Vince McMahon as his running mate <laughs> and their entire platform is to have nothing but porn on all the TVs. Okay. That's the end of this podcast. That's when we'll all spike the football. Okay. The porn thing. I don't know. That's probably not right. But all I'm saying is that we're trending in the right direction by masters. 2020. We expect to have 70 to 80,000, um, (laughs) subscribers. For for God's sakes, Edit those laughs out, you <laughs> assholes. Some estimates would say that'd even be low. You know. All right, let's start uh, this. Let's start this over again. <clears throat> so by Masters 2020, we expect to have seventy to eighty thousand listeners, and by then, um, the wave will be undeniable. They will have to give us credentials for the PGA Tour, and um, I'm just saying that it's not inconceivable that in the final round of the 2022 masters you'll see a credentialed person from this podcast on the 18th tee inside the ropes mm-hmm. on tiger woods 18th major yell steve cook is poor during the tee shot okay yeah i'm not saying it's gonna happen i'm just saying we're trending that way okay don't be surprised yeah, yeah. That's it. I got nothing to say. Merry Christmas to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week.